Do you love improv? Because I do. I'm Trent Dozier, host of I Love Improv with Trent Dozier. Join me live on twitch.tv slash the Trident Network every second and fourth Wednesday, where I'm joined by a new guest each episode to talk about and do some improv. Can't catch it live? No worries. Each episode gets turned into a podcast for your listening pleasure. Podcast episodes are released the Wednesday following the live show. So watch live or listen later. But either way, if you love improv, make sure to check out I Love Improv with Trent Dozier, a part of the Trident Network. How's school been so far? Same as all the others. I guess this hasn't been easy, huh? Dad, how many elementary schools did I go to? Oh, Maddie, come on. How many? It was four. Five. Five, right. You got me. It's not easy making small talk with your daughter, huh? It's not easy when she doesn't help. Dang, Dad! (laughs) Hot Dad, Hot Dad, Hot Dad, Hot Dad! Hey, Val. Hey, Al. Welcome to D-Commentaries. Thank you. Welcome to you and welcome to our listeners. Today, we're talking about Tiger Cruise. (laughs) Just like the Cheetah Girls. Yeah. It's basically the same plot. Yeah, it's just the Cheetah Girls, but on a cruise. (laughs) Except not at all. Except not at all. Let's just get to it because there's no... We we just got to get to the to this. Let's so that just we can get talk about to it. the to the information yeah. about this movie. <laughs> okay, Tiger Cruise came out August sixth, two thousand four, which was only three weeks after uh, Stuck in the Suburbs, which I thought was very interesting. Yeah, what whiplash people must have had between these two <laughs> movies. <laughs> yeah. um, truly. Also, get, you'll find out why in a second, but I'm kind of confused why this didn't come out in september yeah we'll talk about it okay okay uh tiger cruise was directed by duane dunham who we've seen quite a bit of oh yeah he directed halloween town the 13th year ready to run double teamed right on track he will also in the future direct now you see it and he also directed little giants which is not a decom but a great kids movie um as well as a bunch of episodes of clone wars and he also edited return of the jedi which i always like to mention this was written by anna sandor who hasn't done a ton but she wrote some tv biopics Hmm. um and a couple american girl doll movies nice Um, yeah did we see which ones uh an american girl adventure And an American girl on the home front. I believe the first one is a Felicity vehicle. And the second one is a Molly vehicle. Oh, that was my cousin. (laughs) Uh, And it was also written by Bruce Graham, who also wrote Ring of Endless Light and Right on Track, as well as Anastasia. Mm. And Dunstan Checks In, which is a movie with a chimpanzee in a hotel. Yes. Big cast. Here we go. Hayden Penetier played Maddie Dolan. Mm-hmm. Hayden is best known for her role in Remember the Titans, for being on Heroes, and more recently on Nashville. Oh, and she's in Raising Helen. 
That's I right. I remember she was in Raising Hell. Oh my gosh, and she's three. Dot in A Bug's Life. That's right. She is Dot in A Bug's Life. I forgot nice. about that. She's great. She's great. Bill Pullman played her dad. Whoa! Commander Gary. Hot stuff, baby. Hot stuff. Bill Pullman, probably best known as the president in Independence Day. Um, but he's been in a ton of stuff. He was in Spaceballs. He was in A League of Their Own while you were sleeping. He was recent, more recently in the show The Sinner. Hmm. I know him best from While You Were Sleeping. Nice. Mm-hmm. He, that is a rom-com with uh, Sandra, Sandra Bullock. Bullock. Set mm-hmm. in Chicago. So yes, I it am is. obsessed. I just remember the poster because it's on the L platform. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Anyway. We love Bill Pullman. We love Daddy. Bill Pullman. Daddy Bill. Daddy Bill. Uh, okay. Bianca Collins played Tina. Um, she hasn't done a ton. She was in a couple Nickelodeon shows, um, and that's pretty much it. Um, Nathaniel Lee played, or I'm sorry, Nathaniel Lee Jr. played Anthony, um, and he stopped acting in 2015. He didn't really do a ton. Okay. Mercedes Colon played grace uh tina's older sister a mm-hmm. fighter pilot she's a character actor she's just been in a bunch of stuff like one-offs mccod brooks played kenny anthony's older brother mm-hmm. um he's been in a lot of things um yeah. he was in glory road he was on desperate housewives necessary roughness supergirl and now he is one of the main detectives on law and order and everyone he's so hot. He is hot. So hot. He's still hot. He's still very, very yeah. hot. Currently. Hot then, hot now. Talk about a consistent hot. Yeah. I mean, he basically that's the only reason why I watch this new iteration of Law and Order, because it kind of sucks. But of he's him. hot. Yeah. Yeah. He's hot and he's a good actor. Yeah. So uh he's great. He doesn't get a lot of opportunity to do much in this movie, but he's there. Yeah. And he has a couple moments. Yeah. Jansen Penetier played Joey, one of the other little tigers. He is Hayden's or was Hayden's younger brother. The timing of this is very interesting because he just passed away. Like this week. Yeah, like literally the week that we're recording this. So um, if if this is news to you, we're very sad to uh, convey that. Yeah, he's 28. They, I looked it up this afternoon. They haven't revealed a cause of death, but he did have a couple of projects he was working on. So mm. very sudden. Very sorry for the family. Yes. Um, and in this movie, he's so cute. Oh, my God. He is. He ad- is just the cutable. And like you can just tell how much Hayden loved him. Like, yeah. you know, her like the physical kind of affection that she shows him in this movie even though they're not actually playing siblings in the movie, like it's just so sweet and yeah. it's, you know, it's just a nice thing to see, especially knowing that information. Yeah. Um, he, he had a career, but he didn't do a ton. He did some voice acting. Nice. Lisa Dean Ryan played Diane, who I believe was Joey's mom. Mm. She was on Doogie Hauser, and oh. she's, she's also just a character actor. She's been in like one of everything. Okay. Troy Evans played Chuck Horner. Um, he was in a bunch of stuff, but he is his like longest running thing was actually on ER. Also oh, set in Chicago. Cool. Um, Ty O'Neill played his son, Danny. 
Um, and Ty is definitely best known for being Dwayne, the cowboy in Mighty Ducks 2 and 3. Oh, yeah, he didn't. He stopped acting in 2005. So like almost immediately after this movie. Um, so he didn't really do much acting, but that's where you might recognize him from if you are familiar with those Mighty Ducks movies. And some of us are not. Fair. Um, <laughs> Chris Ellis played Captain Anderson. So the captain of the big uh, aircraft carrier they're on. Mm-hmm. He's done a ton as well. Um, he was in My Cousin Vinny, Apollo 13. He was in Armageddon. October Sky, Catch Me If You Can, McFarland USA. Mm. Uh, he, yeah, he's been in so much stuff. He's he's also a character actor, so he's been in like one episode of everything as well. Yeah. Uh, Gary Weeks played Lieutenant Tom Hillman. Um, so he was sort of like the right hand man to Bill Pullman's character. And he's a character actor as well. He's been in tons of stuff. Barbara Niven played Kate Dolan, who I believe is their mom, Maddie's mm-hmm. mom. Yeah. Bill Pullman's wife. She's only in the movie for a scene, but um, she's also a character actor. Uh, Jeanette McCurdy played Kylie Dolan, Maddie's younger sister, also only in the movie for a scene. Um, She's best known for being an iCarly, but she's, you know, she's around. Is she a singer? She she did release an album um, not around the same time Ariana did because she was also on Sam and Cat with Ariana Grande. That's right, Sam and Cat. Um, and thing. she also wrote a book recently, which I read called "I'm Glad My Mom Died." Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot that was her too. Yeah, about her uh, a, like abusive relationship with her mother. Um, it's very good. Definitely recommend. Not an easy read by any means. But very interesting into the world of uh, parents who take advantage of their child actor children. Mm. So seeing her in this role, I all I could think about was like the stress she was probably under yeah. recording it. That was happening. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mark Christopher Lawrence played uh, Anthony's dad. Mm, yeah. And yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. A, he's a character actor. As you well. would recognize him if you saw him. Yep, for sure. Um, and finally, Brian T played a uh, like one of the soldiers sailors on the ship Mm -hmm. and he is currently on chicago med oh yeah he just left chicago med i think oh really okay Mm -hmm. i haven't been watching this season yeah i think he left after like yeah after eight seasons wow and he also plays shredder the villain in teenage mutant ninja turtles oh funny um, he was in Wolverine. He was in Jurassic World. So he's been around, um, but he definitely sort of like hit his stride on Chicago Med for sure. Um, OK, here's the synopsis. Get ready. Strap in. Commander Gary Dolan is in charge of a naval carrier that is on a tiger cruise, which involves family members joining their seafaring relatives out on the ocean. Dolan's precious young daughter, Maddie, is along on the cruise, partially to convince her father to take a position that involves less travel. However, family dynamics suddenly take a backseat when word reaches the ship that the September 11 attacks have occurred. That is an accurate plot. That's pretty accurate. I would say a couple things. One is Bill Pullman is not in charge of the boat. There is a captain in charge of the boat. He is the EXO, which is the second in command. Also, I don't know if I would describe his what was what did they say? Uh, don't, oh, precocious. I misread that because I was like mm. his precious young daughter. I don't think I would describe Same. that precocious 
Absolutely. Yeah. His precocious young daughter. Yes, for sure. Um, a couple interesting facts about this. Um, it was one of the only DCOMs to have a P- TV PG rating for mm. probably obvious reasons. Um, it was also filmed on an actual naval vessel. Whoa. Which is cool. Um, and uh, there's a scene in the movie, this isn't really spoiling anything, where they kind of like make a mess of a kitchen on the boat. And apparently it took like weeks of cleaning to get it back up to like grade where they could actually use it as like a military kitchen again, which is insane to think about. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. Um, very interesting film premise for a decom, I would say. Uh, and also they got like a pretty high caliber cast, especially Bill Pullman. Yeah. Um, and even at this point, Hayden Penetier as well being in yeah. this movie. So very interesting. Anyway, uh, Al, what were your first impressions of this film? Thanks, Val. Val reminded me that I apparently knew this was about 9-11, <laughs> I did not remember knowing this fact. So when I turned on my Disney Plus, I was shocked when we were on a naval base and they kept showing the date. And I was like, oh, oh, no. Oh, no. This is about 9-11. I thought that for what it is, it's not terrible. The worst part about it is the green screens whenever they're standing in front of a sunset or for whenever they didn't film on the actual naval base. That's really the worst part of the movie. I think the plot is fine. Um, I don't think anyone was too crazy over Acti. I mean, like, they were still kids, so, like, they weren't, like, incredible, but, like, Hayden was great, Bill was great. I mean, I don't want to really watch it again, so (laughs) I think I'm going to give it like a five, like it was fine. It kind of rode the middle of like, fine. You got to be in a mood to watch this. No one's, <laughs> you know, turning on Tiger Cruise for a feel good family movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Val, what were your first impressions? <laughs> <laughs> so I did remember that this was, I had never seen this, but I did remember that we had talked about, I think a guest one of our guests recently mentioned that this was a movie about 9-11. So I knew. And then, of course, I saw the dates as well. I I actually liked this um, in okay. a lot of ways. I was also very distracted by the bad green screen. It was ridiculous. Um, I feel like it's almost worth going back for them to fix it now because it's yeah. like so distracting. But I thought that Bill Pullman and Hayden Penetier are fantastic in this. They yeah. act it. Like neither one of them is is acting as if they're just like, I'm just in a TV movie like they're treating this with a lot of respect and and, uh, depth, which especially given the subject matter is um, great and works really well. I thought the other kids were good, too. I think that the hard thing about this movie and but also like I think it's like it's not a criticism because I actually think this is realistic to how like and this would feel is like at the very the beginning of the movie before they find out about 9-11, there's a lot of like kind of hijinks and the kids are like, you know, being silly and there's some like physical comedy, you know, and then all of a sudden you get this like whiplash of they find out about 9-11 and all of a sudden, you know, they're 
everyone's sad and freaking out. And and then there's a lot of like kind of patriotism. But the thing is, that is literally exactly what actually happened. You yeah. Know, like there is for all of us is in like. I was almost exactly the age that Hayden Panettiere is in this movie when mm. 9-11 happened. I was in freshman English, like, you know, a few days into my for my high school time when they like announced that this had happened. And there is absolutely for all of us who were like conscious at this time, especially as young people, like a before 9-11 and an after 9-11, like 100 yeah. percent. And like this movie is kind of a loss of innocence story, which is apropos given that basically we all kind of lost our innocence that day Yeah, in a lot of ways. So I think that like, it's strange to me that they made a decom about this, but at the same time, like I think given that they chose to do a decom about this, they did it with a lot of respect. And I think that it was a good movie with a good story. Nice. So anyway, Al, did you have any favorite quotes or moments? I had two favorite quotes. Pearl Harbor. Right. Like the movie. <laughs> Her not realizing that Pearl Harbor was a real thing. Um, and then uh, Hayden Penetier's dad, Bill Pullman. They're talking about if he got mad. So that's the context for this next quote, which is, what about your dad? He must have been pretty hot. And he, she goes, he wasn't. And then I go, he was, <laughs> he was hot. This whole movie, Hayden. <laughs> um, my favorite moment from this movie was by a member of the cast that Val failed to mention. Uh-oh, sorry. There is a talent show. Oh my God. And <laughs> in the talent show, there are four dancers doing a little dance Mm -hmm. And we have a surprise guest, but one of the dancers was Heather from Double Teamed. What? And I saw her and I go, oh, yeah, that's that's one of the sisters from Double Teamed. And I looked it up and she's credited in Tiger Cruise <laughs> as dancer. And the reason behind that is Dwayne Dunham, you know, that's was the director right. of both movies. So I'm sure that was her in. But I very much recognized her in her seven and a half seconds on. <laughs> so that was my favorite part. Oh, my God. That's so um, funny. I mean, the the green screen sunsets were bad, but they chose really beautiful sunsets. <laughs> <laughs> the ones they chose were stunning. That's true. But they were just really poorly edited. <laughs> Val, what were some of your favorite quotes or moments, if you had any? <clears throat> I had a couple. Um, I At one point, um, Bill Pullman says to Hayden, I wish I knew what was going on up there. And she goes, no, you don't. Which <laughs> <Yeah. sighs> is funny. Um, and then at one point, the older dad goes... Uh, not Bill Pullman, like the visiting dad. I call goes, him chef dad. Chef, the chef's dad. Chef's so chef dad. dad. He said, women on ships now. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> he was, you know, of an era that wasn't this one. Um, and then there's a frozen yogurt machine 
and they call it the dog machine and no one knows why. And then the and then Jansen, Hayden's younger brother, goes to it and it like spits out this chocolate ice cream in like a perfect, you know, like poop emoji. And he goes, so that's why they call it the dog machine. And then he just giggles and runs off and eats all his ice cream. Oh, and he's very cute. So cute. He's so cute. This one's a like sort of deep one. It's, he's talking about Bill Pullman or people like Bill Pullman. A lot of sacrifice. We tend to forget about those people until we need them. Mm-hmm. True. Uh, the only other thing I wanted to like point out, I guess, is <clears throat> I thought it was really smart of them to have one of the kids be like really obsessed with um, the boat and the military and all of this stuff mm-hmm. because she was able to like get out a lot of the exposition yeah. um, in like a really organic way. Cause they had to like explain like, what is a tiger cruise? Right. What is a tiger? What is an aircraft carrier? How does this whole thing work? Like yeah. all of these things. And she was just sort of like, I am obsessed. And so I'm going to tell whoever will listen to me about like how excited I am to be at a tiger cruise and blah, blah, blah. Um, which by the way, we should probably explain that a tiger cruise is when, <laughs> Uh, relatives, not partners or spouses, but any other kind of relative goes on a short trip on a naval vessel with their relative. So it can be like a parent, a child, sibling, you know, that kind of uh, relationship. And they, it's like a cross between a cruise and a camp. I don't know. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of an interesting, looked interesting, but it's a real thing that is done. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Val, I think out of respect, we keep our tops on today. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to Spoiler City. <laughs> okay, we find out that it is September 2001. It is Jeanette McCurdy sitting on a bed talking to her sister, Hayden Penetier. Hayden Penetier is Maddie. As you know, I will go in and out of using Maddie and Hayden throughout the entire <laughs> synopsis. <laughs> Um, we find out that Maddie is going to go on a ship with her dad. He is a part of the Navy. Mom is there for a brief second. We find out that Jeanette McCurdy has already gone on this trip, um, and she's getting to go to Hawaii. So the entire family is wondering why she finally wants to go. If her sister has been a couple times and she's younger than Hayden Penetier, why does Hayden finally want to go? Then we cut to New York. We see a kid, Anthony, being driven around by his dad, talking about how he's going on the trip. Then we get to St. Louis and we see a little kid, which is uh, Jansen, uh, getting dropped off by his dad at the airport. Then we see, um, I don't remember where she is, but Tina is practicing uh, being in the Navy. She's visiting her sister. So we have two people visiting a parent and two people visiting a sibling on the Tiger Cruise. This felt very Breakfast Club to me, like all bit. of them like, and you know arriving. What? I, I think that it was well diversely cast oh, yeah. of, of, you know, a white female lead, a Latina female lead and a black male lead. Mm-hmm. I thought that it was a really nice combination. And I thought that they all worked really nicely together. And it felt realistic because, like, the military is a very diverse place. For sure. So we're we're on our way. We are flying to Pearl Harbor. We find out where we're flying. And it is September 9th, 2001. I went to Pearl Harbor. Did you? When we were in Hawaii. Nice. We went to Pearl Harbor. Mm -hmm. That's cool. I haven't been to Hawaii. I know I will one day, and I'm going to manifest that. (laughs) Um, Then we find out what a Tiger Cruise is. It's where family members take 
take a cruise to see what it's like on the naval naval ship. Um, No wives or significant others. That could complicate things. And then we're on the airplane flying there. The New York kid, Anthony, is drumming. So he very much likes music. He keeps his drumsticks with him throughout this entire movie. um, And he's annoying the entire airplane. So there's a lot of fun ADR during this moment (sighs) where they're like, Seems to think he's the entertainment on the airplane. Where's his parents? Like, it's just we love random. ADR. In this family, we love ADR. So then Hayden moves. She gets up and moves to Tina, where she's blabbing her mouth about what's happening, where we get some exposition, as Val mentioned, and then asks Hayden if she's a, a Navy brat. And she goes, I'm not a brat, which is a consistent theme throughout, which gets some resolution. Mm-hmm. Then we see the St. Louis kid, which is Jansen. Uh, his name is Joey in the movie. Um, he's he's nervous about uh, not being able to find his mom while he's there. And I think he's just nervous. He's younger than everyone else and traveling alone. So he wants to just make sure he finds his mom. Spoiler alert. He finds her. <laughs> it's not like she's like gone. She finds her. And then Hayden is very supportive and promising throughout being like, we'll find her. We'll find her. Then we see Anthony finds his brother and he doesn't want to hug. He can tell he doesn't want to be there. And he kind of was forced there by his dad, which changes a little bit, but is kind of his MO throughout. And then Joey finds his mom. No problem. And Hayden finds her dad, who is Bill Pullman. <laughs> he's so hot oh my god he's got tiny teeth but i love him (laughs) um and then all of the tigers so all of the visiting family get to sleep in like the actual navy spots and so they're sleeping in the tiniest little sleeping quarters so it's not like a cruise ship where you get your own room it's like you're sleeping in a little tube then Grace, who is Tina's sister, so Grace is the one who works on the, the ship, tells Tina she needs to be more serious and that she's got, I wrote, she's got a personality. So she's, she's a very strong personality. She wants to be involved. She loves her sister so much. So she's trying to do all these things to like impress her older sister and be loved and also very knowledgeable and yeah, things like but that. She- But she like she's one. I thought it was interesting that her character was like obsessed, wanted to be in the Navy, like knew everything about the boat and everything, but like didn't know what Pearl Harbor was and didn't seem to really understand like the weight of what it means to be in the military. But then she learns, obviously. Yeah, (laughs) I do think that that was probably just a writing error. Oh, I think it was intentional. She was saying that she doesn't know what Pearl Harbor is. I think I think so. I think that or at least she doesn't understand. Her salutes. She don't even know Pearl Harbor. I mean, I don't know. I, I, Dwayne, Dwayne, (laughs) Dwayne, Dwayne, it's me, Allie. I need to know. (laughs) Okay. So, um, then they find out who Maddie is in relation to the people on the ship. And then she gets called a brat again. And she's like, I'm not a brat. I'm not a brat. She does it exactly like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we find out Maddie likes to draw. She does some sketching. Um, and then I, I write the dad of some guy talks to them about Pearl Harbor. So this is where we meet the chef dad. So we don't really know who he is at this point. Um, yeah. He very much makes himself a main character, even though we could have <laughs> very much done without him. And he talks about Pearl Harbor and kind of the tragedy and a day that will live in infamy. And I wrote, oh, this is foreshadowing. 
So they're in like the cafeteria mess hall and she keeps drawing sketches of everyone. And we're kind of seeing some fun time on the ship because now it's it's September 10th. So everything is fine and dandy. They're having a grand old time. And then she gets called up to the deck to talk with her dad. They have a lot of one-on-one chats in this movie, um, which is good. Um, it's just a lot of the movie. I'd say that like a third of the movie is one-on-one chats with a family member and yeah, maybe even half the movie. Yeah. I mean, it's like kind of like watching a play and yeah. I'm thankful for it because those were the moments that I liked because they are competent actors and yeah. were fun to watch or fun may not be the right word, but were entertaining to watch. I don't even know what the right word is. The acting was good. Yeah. And so then she basically gives him shit for not for traveling and not being around. And he wants to know why she's finally coming on the Tiger Cruise and she won't admit it. At this point, they are like kind of having this one on one chat and she still won't say anything. Then the Tigers play some sort of game together um, and everyone is like relatively uninterested. And then Anthony kind of goes exploring and he gets told, don't go up to the deck. It's windy. And then he goes up to the deck and his hat flies away. So he goes to catch it. And then he trips and falls off. He trips and falls off. The girls are watching him trip and fall off. And he falls into a net, which is like, has to be absolutely horrifying. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. I, they thought he was dead. Like, like those girls were sprinting, waiting to, to see and... this dude floating in the water. And in my head, I was like, "Am I? Is this not about 9/11? And this is about rescuing this kid from the open ocean?" I had a moment. I had a moment. Absolutely insane. So then, um, Hayden talks to her dad again, and she asks when he's coming home, and they disagree on him coming home. And we find out that that's why she went on the cruise to convince him to come home. And he says, after Friday, I'll be home for a while. And she goes, well, that means not very long. And she wants permanence. Then we find out that the dad that's on board, that's running amok, uh, is the son of the (laughs) chef on board. And we find out that dad is not supportive of his chef career on the ship, which is very annoying Spoiler alert, he comes around, but it is hard to watch him just insult his son while he's doing his job being like, and the dad is a Marine veteran and it's, he wants him to be up in the cockpit. I don't know. Navy words. He wants, he wants him to be somewhere else, not in the kitchen. And he thinks he's inconsequential. Yeah. And it's like sad. Um, But Mm -hmm. the, the son is like, dad, soldiers need to eat and I'm here and I'm making them happy. And it's great. Then Tina asks her sister if she can be on the deck to watch all the planes take off. So one of the things that they do is is watch the planes take off. And her sister says, no, you have to watch from up in the padded area. I don't know. Um, And then the chef dad is running amok, just struggling, crawling up a tube of stairs for no reason. (laughs) I mean, that scene was absolutely We didn't need to see it. I thought he was going to literally pass out and fall down that tube. I thought he was going to pass out and fall down the tube or like open up onto the like (laughs) planes and just get straight up run over by a plane. (laughs) Neither of those happened. Would have been a 10 out of 10 had either of those happened. This is what I'm talking about. There was like this physical comedy in the beginning of this movie between the kid falling off the boat, but then not falling off the boat. And then this with this guy, like it was just sort of like out of place. They really wanted you to see the two drasticnesses. Yeah, like truly. Yeah. 
Um, so then Bill Pullman is explaining that they need to know where all the planes are at all times. And so there's a strategic chessboard in front of them where they move all the planes around. Um, and dad also says, dad, Bill, daddy, Bill, um, says no to, to them being on the tarmac for the planes taking off and uh, they get sad because Tina wants to be really close because she is a photographer apparently. Um, and then Anthony's like, I'll help. And so the kids sneak onto the deck and then they sneak into some room, which is an unidentified room, but then they pop out of the room and they're wearing all of the gear, like the helmet. So no one can really tell who they are. They just look very small compared to all of the other like Navy people. And so then they sneak on so they can watch the planes take off from the deck. And I wrote, which I can assume will not be good. I was genuinely scared that they were going to cause some kind of serious I, Yeah, they luckily didn't. They just got caught with like a, hey, you can't be here. They get yelled at. The, the, captain of the ship takes all three family members and all three kids into a room and says, don't do that again. You stupid idiots. And then we see all of the adults. I wrote this. We, we see all of the adults get into the heads of the kids, which means like, Hey, don't blah, blah, blah. You're a behave, blah, blah, blah. And then I wrote, gosh, there's a talent show. So we get to see the talent show, which is a fun time for everyone. Also, I wouldn't call that a talent show. It was just um, a performance. Val, I'm sorry. Um, Heather Burge of Double Teamed Fame dancing on a Look, four by four square. Yeah, that's a talent. No. Okay. Here's the thing. They were talented, but a talent show is when the people who are visiting each go up on stage and perform a talent. Whatever this was reminded me of like when you had a bar mitzvah and you hired the like professional dance crew to like lead the dancing. Mm. That's what that looked like to me. Mm. So it was like A to Z entertainment, not a talent show. Mm. Shout out to A to Z entertainment. <laughs> Agree to disagree. Okay. <laughs> um. Then there's a hot Navy guy. I mean, no idea why this man exists, but he is hot and not as hot as Anthony's brother, whose name I don't remember, but, um, <laughs> wait, are you but, talking about the Lieutenant? Yeah. I mean, and he just like comes to talk to the girls and like, did you get a weird vibe? Yeah. That's why I was like, why is this happening? Cause he was like kind of flirty with them. And I'm like, y'all they're like 14. This is kind of creepy. I think that they were trying to like make it seem big brotherly, but it came yeah. off really weird like it came off like he was flirting with tina specifically yeah. and i there was no need for that whatsoever like they yeah. could have just cut that entire interaction other than him coming and saying hey your dad needs to talk to you to yeah. yeah i don't think he needed to be in it at all no i mean he he says a couple things later in the movie that sort of like give her some perspective because sometimes like you need to hear about people you love from other people and how they view them. I honestly, until like, right now, didn't realize that was the same person. Oh, yeah, that's the same guy. Had no idea. That is uh, Gary Weeks playing Lieutenant Tom Hillman. So, Dad, um, we find out that because they're talking again, the two of them, just the two of us, um, we find out that Dad's about to captain his own ship. And so that's why he's sticking it out, because he's like, I've worked so hard to get to this point. And uh, Maddie wants him to give it up. And he, after this chat, has decided that he is not going to re-up and he's going to come home for good. So this is September 10th. 
he has decided I'm going to, I'm going to come home. I, I've, I've done my duty. I want to be there for my family. Then at 5 15 AM, the alarms are buzzing and everyone gets woken up and the planes are taking off and Hayden gets up and wonders, like wanders around and is curious as to why. Um, and she keeps getting like doors closed in her face. No one's really telling her anything. Everyone's really confused, especially because like alarms are going off. So then she wakes up Tina and is like, hey, something's wrong. And um, we can then see all of the Navy people are watching the Twin Towers on TV and they show actual footage from it, um, which is I'm going to assume Val why we have the PG rating Mm -hmm. for this movie because they show actual footage. And then all of the tigers have to report to the mess hall and they talk about an explosion that happened in New York. They don't know any further information. Um, they know that it happened and they are on high alert. No messages in the ship and no messages out of the ship. They're trying to keep a very low profile and they have to reroute because someone could have known their position. And uh, we heard that there are 800 civilians on board. So they were there were apparently 800 tigers on board which yeah, we've seen actually about looks about 45 uh, <laughs> yeah. maybe even 17 um so but uh, to, as an aside i read that this was inspired by true events oh really so i'm sure that there's a lot of disconnect in terms of storyline sure. but there was a tiger cruise happening when 9-11 happened wow i had a feeling like who would come up with this like, this is not something you would just, like, come up with. I ha- I was thinking the whole time, I was like, this had to have happened in yeah. real life. And I think that from what I briefly read, I think that it happened, mo- like, mildly off the coast of California. I don't think that they were in the middle of, like, between Hawaii and California. I think that they were, like, very close to California. Okay. Then uh, Bill Pullman makes a statement about what happened in New York, that they are, that... As of right now, the U.S. is under attack. As he's giving the statement, we find out that the Pentagon has been hit again. So that's a, it's for them an active attack with not a lot of information coming in. Right. And I totally understand the severity of them being like, we need we need to gear up because they don't know what's happening at that point. Right. So then the chef dad gives chef shit saying that my brother, your uncle is in the Pentagon and we need to figure it out. And the, the chef is like, I'm just trying to take people's minds off of this. I'm going to do what I can to, to help the people who are here right now, because I personally can't do anything else to help. Um, so then everyone's hanging in the cafeteria and the chef was making them like cupcakes, muffins, cookies, and, uh, they're hanging in the cafeteria. She leaves Joey there and then dad calls Maddie over and, um, everyone in the mess hall is, is like pissed that they can't reach their family. They want to make sure that their family is okay. They want to make sure that they tell their family that they are okay. And the chef dad makes a comment. Um, I want to go after the people who did this. And someone else says, we don't know who did this. And the chef dad goes, yeah, we do. And the other guy goes, no, we don't. And it was a very interesting, like comment. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of credit them for having him say that because it's a commentary in and of itself to have him say something like that. Yeah. Right. I liked that he was advocating for, no, we don't know who did this. You know? Right. 
Right. And that they allowed the other man to say something kind of offensive. Yeah. Um, then everyone's mad at Bill Pullman because they're not giving him information, which I don't think I could ever be mad at Bill Pullman. <laughs> also, he's 100% justified. And he's, he's 100% giving. hot. Okay. So then all of the tiger activities have been canceled. I'm just trying to lighten the mood now. <laughs> uh, all the tiger activities have been canceled, so they're not able to do any more talent shows, even though they weren't talent shows, according to some people. Um, <laughs> and then everyone is trying to be as helpful as possible because they're all, uh, we're all in this together, but the chef dad is being mean and mad at them and is, it is basically having a trauma response to his family member, but going about it in incorrect way, correct feelings, reactions are inappropriate. Yeah. Then Maddie is recruited to help the tiger's on board and keep their eyes out to just make sure everyone's okay. So basically Maddie is going to be the Bill Pullman of the tigers trying to keep their attention and support them in the way that they need supported. And for a 13, 14 year old girl, I think that she's doing a great job. I mean, Hayden is incredible in this movie. She, yeah, she really has this like energy that's like so comforting. Like you can feel it coming through the screen. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. Yeah, it's it's great. So then um, it's now September 12th. They're 500 miles from San Diego and they need to rearm the ship. So they need more uh, attack items and they need all of the tigers below deck so that they don't see anything. So they don't realize what's going on. It's a thing that happens regularly that they need to have these items on board they're just going to have a couple more extra so a ship is going to come by and deliver to deliver some then we see anthony watching the news watching new york so we see more videos of the aftermath of 9-11 and the kids want to watch a movie and so they get in a little tiff of i want to watch new york and the kids are like we're trying to take our mind off of this and then uh he goes away and Maddie goes after him and they have a really nice discussion and he's wants to watch the news because he has friends, parents who work in that building and he knows people in New York. He's from New York. You know, my friend's dad is a fireman. And so he has this circle. And so he wants to watch to make sure that the people that he loves and cares about are OK. Um, but yeah. because he's a teenage boy, he has a hard time conveying that right off the bat to, yeah. to everyone else. I also thought that scene was interesting. I mean, it was well done regardless, but like. It also showed the difference in how people react to stuff. For like sure. This. Yeah. You know, like he want, like I was like that, too. I just wanted to watch the news. Like, I just wanted yeah. to, like, see what was going on and understand. But other people the same age or younger, whatever, would, you know, not like they right. want to distract themselves. They want to yeah. not think about it at all. So it was just a nice, like, show of that. Yeah. So they're taking battle items from another ship and it looks suspicious only because the editing makes it look suspicious and the chef dad pops up when he shouldn't and he looks at it and he's convincing everyone that they're arming the ship so that they can attack whoever. And Bill Pullman has to be like, this is something that is normal. You don't understand how this works. We do. And so that is where uh, he asks, like, my brother, please find out if he, you know, he works in the Pentagon right where the where one of the planes hit. And Bill Pullman's like, I'll do my best if you can give me his rank and his uh, information. 
Then we find out that typically when the Tiger Cruise comes home, people are there to meet the family. And it's like a big, you know, the the meeting where everyone gets to kiss and hug for the first time in a while. But because of what happened, no one is able to come in to meet them because they have to dock in secret because they don't want anyone to know that they're docking. And this is where dad, Bill Pullman, daddy Bill, announces that he is going to go on another mission. They're not called missions, but I couldn't think of another word. And so he's decided he's not going to come home. Everyone is very sad about this decision. But from this, he is re-energized to continue working for the Navy. He feels responsible for his crew. Like he feels responsible for doing what he does. Yeah. Then we find out that um, the chef dad brother is missing. So... It's not confirmed, but since he's missing and it's been two or three days, it's not great news. Then Maddie goes to talk to Daddy Bill up top on the bridge again. And then um, Tina and Grace chat about things. And then uh, Maddie tries to go find Dad to give him a drawing she made of him. And that's when she runs into the other Navy guy. And then the kids go see the chef not the dad, just the chef to apologize about his uncle and they're making cupcakes and he gives them frosting and Anthony has his drumsticks and he starts drumming on the tins and they have like a battle of sounds a la Tarzan and it's shabby dab dooby doo shabby dab dooby dee dab dee dab and so they're doing that in the kitchen as Val mentioned it took a very long time to clean up it did which was Val what was it it was a musical number thank you so much (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then Hayden says, we haven't laughed since before. And that it felt good. So it was nice for them to kind of take their mind off of things. Then Maddie convinces the captain of the ship that they need to do something fun together. Like we need to just like come together and do something. It's not so much fun, but it is the patriotic move of the movie, which is um, they all unwrap the very large flag. So that's typically something that the Tiger Cruisers do or get to watch, but they canceled all the activities. So she convinced them that they needed to do something all together. So they all take this big American flag out on the ship and are running under it and laughing and working together. And then the chef dad tells his son that he's proud of him. And that was a very nice moment. They all say goodbye to one another. And since no one is there to pick them up, they're all kind of just awkwardly on the the dock. And so Joey's mom asks him, what do you want to do with our time? Because like, I don't have to leave yet. You don't have to leave yet. And so they go get ice cream. The brothers end in good standing with one another and Tina and Grace end in good standing with one another. And then Maddie tries one last time to be like, dad, come on. And dad says, I remembered what we talked about. And she goes, you know what? I want you to come home, but I don't want you to quit. And so she supports him staying. And then at the very end, the Navy guy comes back around rule of threes and he goes, so, oh, so you're a brat, huh? And finally, after hearing it a million times, she goes, yeah, I'm a brat and is proud of it. And then she saluted toot toots her dad. Mm-hmm. And that's the movie. Yeah. I thought it was really like well written or, or constructed that each of the guests, the experience on the boat, like flips their perspective. So like Anthony doesn't care about anything right? He doesn't respect anything. And then by the end, he realizes like 
it's okay to care. Yeah. Like we see him caring very much about, you know, like all the people in New York and everything. Yeah. And like Tina is very enthusiastic, but she doesn't really like think about like the depth of what it means to actually be in the military and like the Mm -hmm. risks that you take and the commitment that you make and all those things. And then like by the end of it, she really does understand the gravity because her sister is about to like be a fighter pilot in a war and the dad, the chef dad, you know, like understands through losing his brother that the little things don't matter. Like it matters that you show your loved ones that you love them and and respect them. And then, of course, Hayden's character, like she only cares about what she wants for her family. And then she realizes, I think, two things. One is she realizes that she and her dad are naturally very similar to each other. Yeah. Like not only do we see her doing exactly what he does, but like with the kids, but also she tells a story at one point about protecting her sister at school because they were being bullied and she had gotten trouble because she stepped in and, and protected her sister. And so that's just sort of like her nature is to like protect people who are not as strong as her. Yeah. And that is absolutely who her dad is. And she kind of comes to understand that about him and appreciate that in herself as well. And she just sort of under- realizes that like the world doesn't revolve around her. Right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it's a much bigger world. And her dad, of course, loves her family and is responsible to her family. But also he is responsible for all of these people. And there's not very many people who can do the job that he does as well as he does it. Yeah. So, yeah, they all kind of like have this full circle moment at the end. And it's a little maybe too tidy in her case, especially like the whole like, yeah, I'm a brat, like kind of felt. Yeah. A little manufactured, but otherwise I I liked kind of where it went. You know what I mean? Like I liked, um, you know, that whole thing. Nice. And then, of course, we get My Hero Is You by Hayden Panettiere at the end over the credits. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah. Speaking of one hit wonder songs, since you just mentioned Hayden (laughs) Panettiere, let's get started with Bingo. I'm going to start. One hit wonder song. My Hero Is You by Hayden Panettiere. All right, let's count it. It's no Aerosmith, but it'll do. I did notice the score in this movie felt kind of similar to West Wing to me. Mm -hmm. And like, I think that makes sense because they're both kind of like. I thought it was beautiful. Yeah. No, it was a nice score. Yeah. I like the West Wing score as well. I tried watching one episode of the West Wing and said, this is not an Al show. That's fair. West Wing is. A Val show. It is one of, if not my favorite television show of all time. Wow. I'll have to remember that if we ever do trivia together. It's one of the shows that I have rewatched. I think I'm on my fourth rewatch. What's mine? Friends. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Breaking the fourth wall or looking into the camera. No. No. Holiday themed. No. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Clunky metaphor. Um, We've already kind of talked about. But I don't think there was like I a, think a that specific... this is too true to events. Yeah, to be like I a agree. Metaphor. I agree. Yeah. Parents who just don't get it. Yes, I was. Yeah. For a while, he doesn't get it. Yeah. Like he he wants to get it, but he yeah. doesn't immediately get it. Yeah. Cool non-parent adult. I'd say like literally everyone on, like who works yeah. on the ship. <laughs> everyone on the ship except for dad. Yeah. Someone too famous for a TV movie. Yeah. yeah, Bill Pullman. Yeah. 100 mm-hmm. percent I honestly can't believe they got him for this movie. I know. This was after Independence Day. Yeah. Um, competition to resolve the central problem. No. Montage sequence. Yes. Yes. 
few ship montages. Mm-hmm. Cliche villains. No. No cliche villains in this movie. No. Clothes or items you owned. I mean, there were a lot of like outfits that were very similar to things that I wore, but nothing like super specific. Yeah, she had her hair in like cornrows I used to do. Yeah, like the twists with yeah, the little things. I do have a sketch pad, but I don't use it. So mm-hmm. I don't know if I can count that. <laughs> Maybe this is our first one in a long time where you don't have one. Yeah. No, that's fair. They're okay. on a naval vessel. I don't think you're yeah, going to have a much. lot of stuff. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, 40 to 60. <sighs> um, wow. I really don't know. I'm going to say for the the fact that th- this is sort of realistic and and about something kind of significant in our history i'm gonna say it's above 60 i'm gonna say it's a 63 you're within five wow 67 nice okay yeah that feels right happily ever after i mean i guess (laughs) like she's happy so i'd say that uh happy with the decisions they're making for the current climate yes Almost kissing. No, absolutely not. No. Someone who became famous. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. What's the brother's name again? Oh, um, Makad. Makad. He's famous. Hayden yes. got famous. Bill Pullman mm-hmm. still out there. Still famous. Still famous. Uh, betraying of one's real friends or values. No. She does like sneak around a little bit. Yeah, but, but I don't. I don't think she's like betraying her values. I think she's just sort of being a little rebellious because she's mad at her dad. Okay. Your childhood crush. No, but I, I mean. While you were sleeping, I've, and the other, okay, hold on. I mean, we can count it for you. I don't think that I thought about him that way. For sure. Obviously bad special effects or stunts. Oh, yeah, the whole movie. (laughs) Now, what's interesting about this is, like, they were filming actual, like, military maneuvers off of the ship. Like, Mm -hmm. the B-roll was was very real. There's some, like, real-ass B-roll. Yeah, but then whenever they are on the deck, like, whenever there is, like, sky behind them of any kind ever in the entire movie, it looks so bad. It is... Ridiculous, which I think is so funny, given the fact that they actually went to the trouble of filming this on an actual aircraft carrier. Right. Maybe (laughs) they really couldn't get the lighting down. (sighs) Maybe something was wrong for sure. Disney Channel stars. Um, no. Yeah, I wouldn't say that Hayden is a Disney Channel star. No. Technically, Remember the Titans is a Disney movie. Oh, but it's not Disney Channel. Yeah. Yeah. So, no. Musical number. There's also the dancing, the talent yeah, show. The Heather Burge dance show. <laughs> Magic. No. Mm-mm. Someone says the title of the movie. Yes. Yeah. A million times. A million times. That was nice. Scooby Dude. I think that she helps in a way. Yeah. I don't think she she helps uh she doesn't like solve the plot. There isn't really a plot to solve, but, but I would say that she part. steps up. Yeah. 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 Well, kind of. Cool. The heroes create the problem. Absolutely no. not. Not in this movie. 
Nope. The lead is a fish out of water. No, I don't think so. Because she knows enough about the Navy to not be super fish. Yeah. Well, Val, uh, no bingo here. Not surprising. Not surprising. We still got a lot of boxes. Let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. We got 12. Wrong spots. Totally okay. Totally okay. Well, Val, we're going to change gears. (laughs) We're going to just change gears right up. Val, welcome to the game of Al on a cruise. (laughs) Um, This is going to be probably pretty boring for the listeners at home. So this is more for me and Val. Um, But Val, I have been on a collective 10 cruises in my lifetime. Uh, I am going to show you a picture of me on a cruise and you have to guess what year it is. Okay. So I only have pictures from six. I did what I could to find... Uh, the ones that I could. And also for the listeners at home, I will be posting these as a game on our stories. So don't you worry. You will get to play along too. All right. Here we go, Val. This is number one. What year is this? And so it's, uh, you you have brown Mm hair-ish. It's not as red as it is now, but it's also not blonde, which I know is like trying to place when that would have been. You look younger, but not like significantly younger. You're with some people. I think that's your sister. Yeah. I don't know who the other people are. Are those your cousins? That it are is like your my sisters? college roommate, oh. Kylie, and her friend, now my friend, Jesse. Okay. I'm going to guess 2014. Oh, you are so close. This is 2015. Oh, I almost guessed 2015. Damn it. I heard you. I heard you almost say it too. Ugh. It was 2015. This was spring break senior year. And we went on a carnival cruise. We got Kylie's parents um, are in the military. And so we used their military discount and got a balcony room for like $450 per person. Whoa. It was cheap Great cruise. We had a great time. Okay. Number two. This is a very interesting photo. (laughs) So it's you, your mom, your sister, and then two of your friends. Yeah. So that's my friends, Stephen and Lance. Yes. Um, This is definitely a more recent photo. Okay. um, Than the last one. This photo is like giving me Sears. I went to Sears with my family to get a (laughs) matching photo. You're all wearing the same shirt. I'm going to say 2018. No, Val! Did I almost get it again? Was it 2019? You know what? Okay. You know what, Val? I, you know what? I'm going to give this one to you. I'm going to give this one to you because this was a New Year's cruise where we started the cruise December 30th, 2018. So I will give it to you. Heck yeah. I'll give it to you. (laughs) Okay. This is a good one. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So this is definitely the earliest of the photos we've seen so far. Mm. You look like you're either in like early high school. So what would that be? 2008? It's 2008! Oh my God! (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, in this picture, everyone, I'm wearing a life jacket and I'm wearing way too much eyeliner. <laughs> and you have a wonderful digital camera. Wonderful digital camera. <laughs> okay, here we go. This one's tough. Ooh, okay. So this is probably, okay, I'm going to guess this is in between the 2015 and the 2018 19. So 2017. That is incorrect and also not close. I gave you a hard one. Um, this one is from January 2020. Oh, wow. Me, Mom, and Sam went on our cruise out of Puerto Rico. Every day had a different port. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, overnight, you were sailing to a different stop. And then you sh- cruised home on Saturday. Best cruise I've ever been on. Huh. The, the reason why I had no idea when this was for people listening is because there's Al, just no context. Al's facing away from the camera, so it's hard to tell exactly how old she is or anything like there's no context clues at all. All right, here we go. Oh, another one with pals. Stephen Lance and Lance's friend from high school. Now, my friend Matthew, who from this <laughs> cruise, we call him DJ Swallballs now. Oh, his last name is Swally, so we call him DJ Swallballs. Okay, so this one I think is okay. Maybe this one is twenty sixteen. That's correct. Whoa, twenty (laughs) sixteen. This was also a really great cruise. We had a lot of fun on this one. That's awesome. Yeah, this one's going to be hard, too. This last one. Here we go. Okay. Got another facing away. Okay. Well, at least I have a little bit more information on you, at least. Mm -hmm. So Al looks young, has blonde hair. It's also cut shorter, I think, than I've really ever seen it, except for maybe one time. But she's older than the early high school. So it's either late high school or early college. So that would be somewhere in between the 2008 and the 2015. So I'm going to say 2012. Very close. Oh, it was 2011. Oh, very, very close. Uh, this was my 18th birthday cruise. We went out of New York to Bermuda Oh, we cool. didn't love it. Oh, okay. yeah. Didn't didn't love this one. <laughs> all right, Val. Well, you did pretty good. You got three out of six. Wow. And I was close on all. You were all close on all but one. Close on all but one. But I gave you a hard one. So, yeah. Thanks for playing Alice Cruises, Val. <laughs> if there's one thing that I love, it's talking about myself and showing pictures <laughs> to prove it. So I really loved this game today. <laughs> It was a great game. It was a great game. Thank you. Um, To wrap up, this movie was fine. I I just will most likely never watch it again. Yeah, I mean, it was I thought it was a good movie. I don't know that I'll watch it again, but I wouldn't be like mad if I saw it on TV. Yeah. Um, Our next movie will be Halloween Town High. Halloween Town High. Returning to Halloween Town. Yay. Very excited. And special guest. Yes. Um, we're for real going to do some, uh, Patreon only content soon. So please consider signing up for our Patreon, patreon.com slash the Trident Network. For $1 a day, you can fund D commentaries on Patreon. <laughs> 
It's not even one dollar a day. It's three dollars a month. <laughs> and we have a Discord that you can join. Uh, and you can talk to Al and I on there. Yeah, you can. This was great. Yeah, always great seeing you, my my sweet pal Val. Right back at you, pal. Bye, Val. Bye, Al. This podcast was produced by me. And me. And it was edited by me. The music was composed by Michael McNally. You can find us online at thetridentnetwork.com slash decommentaries hyphen pod. And you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at decommentaries. Decommentaries is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about our videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. Disney Channel Original Movies. Damn it, Allie.